0: You are listening to the Morning Breath podcast. Please enjoy today's show hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center.
1: All right, good morning, and uh, welcome to Morning Breath. I am Brian I, Brian Moore, one of the pastors here at East Coast Christian Center, and I get to be your host today. I uh, I'm excited to open up the Word of God. This is a live. Semi-live, drive-time, devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. It may not be drive-time for you. You might be getting this by podcast or some other way, but we're excited that you would open up the Word of God with us. We're going to look at a chapter. We're going to get in it, and uh, we're going to study the Word and see what God breathed on as we read it in the studio with me today. I have a couple friends of mine. Uh, First of all, we have Pastor Christian Hurston across the table. How are you doing, my friend?
2: I'm doing great. Excited to be here and be getting into the Word.
1: Dude, can you believe it's Tuesday, July 27th. We yeah, are almost crazy. done with July. I like, know. summer is almost done for us. If you're getting this somewhere else in the country, it is not even close to summer, like, weather being done for us. Yeah. However, kids are going back to school in, like, two weeks. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's August
2: done. 10th, first day of school, kids Ooh. are back. It's-
1: Brevard County, Florida, if you don't know where we're at and you got this somehow, you ran into us. Um, Brevard County, Florida, we're out on the Space Coast and... Man, we, we they're going back to school soon. Yep. Anyway, also in the studio we have Lane Branham hanging out with us today. How you hey, doing, Lane? Good hey, morning. Thanks I'm doing for, well. Thanks for being here and uh doing pushing awesome, all those faders and buttons and uh mouse and chasing things around over there, cables and such. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for all you do. To make this happen. Thank you. And uh, we are going to get into First Thessalonians chapter 3, but before we do, Pastor Christian, we tell people how to get connected to the show?
2: Absolutely. The easiest way is through the East Coast app. You can get that on the Apple or the Google Play Store, or you can go to our website, which is ECCC.us. That's ECCC.us. You can go there for info, events, past sermons, morning breath episodes, everything you ever need. If we mention it, it's on the app or it's on the website. Also, you can follow us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Or if you prefer, you can call the church office says at 321-452-1060, and we'd be honored to either email or even mail out a morning breath devotion guide or anything you ever want to know about the church.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, we also were live, um, semi-live, I guess, on uh, 91.5 here locally in Brevard County. So yeah. if you get this in Brevard County in your drive time, we're on the air three times a day. And so 91.5 FM, you can get us there. I don't think you mentioned that, but that is, uh, it's a it's a way locally that people yeah. have tuned into the show for, for years, years and almost years 20 and years. years. Yeah, it's been incredible. I mean, I remember going back 15 years ago, waking up in the morning, yeah. um, before podcasts were really even a thing, before yep. all the YouTube and all this stuff, and tuning in on the radio as yep. I would drive um, on my way to work, right? or be in the kitchen getting ready to go, and uh, pretty incredible that we uh, we get to do this, and man, to know that the uh, that technology is expanding our reach, yeah. uh, by the grace of God, we get to do that, and so thanks for tuning in, thanks for being here with us. We do have a few things here at East Coast Christian Center want wanted to let you know about. We've been doing a leadership growth track on Thursday evenings this month, and uh, this Thursday will be the last part of that. It's two hours of teaching this Thursday. If you sign up, you can actually sign up on our website. You can get all the other the first six hours of that as well, yep. and uh, we're just excited to see people grow in their leadership. We really believe that as a leader rises, everything rises, and uh, great teaching, great nuggets, great, actually, ministry leadership, as well as um, leading your family well, leading your life well. and yep. so. There's some good content there. It's all free. Um, it does work if you uh, are interested in being a part of the university, East Coast Christian University, which also will be going back soon. And Pastor Christian can maybe talk about that. But if you want to be a part of that university, you can actually get college credit for that class. Yep. Uh, but it is free to you if you want to get the content Get a hold of that. Get on our website, sign up, and uh, they'll send you the links. But tell yeah. them about university.
2: Yeah, and it's pretty neat too. With that leadership classes, you actually get to spend time with a lot of our pastoral staff. Yeah. So if you want to get a chance to, you know, get to know the personalities and see like a little bit different East Coast culture from different perspectives and different areas of ministry, it is really cool. And talking about ECCU, our fall semester starts on August fifth. So we're going to be kicking off the fall semester. You can do that online, or you can do it, you know, in person classes. It's great. as we all offer you know, social distancing. If you need that, you can yeah. be in a nice environment. And those classes are going to be great. I'm going to be teaching one of them on Christian identity. And we've got a lot of great stuff coming up. There's going to also be a, a teaching class, or excuse me, it's going to be writing with purpose and then also the gospels one. So I encourage you to go to the website to get more information.
1: Yeah, you know something else that I'm really um, I'm really excited about as far as leadership goes and, um, and growing um, in you know really just kind of your your day to day knowledge and leading um, well is a global leadership summit. It's coming up on uh, Thursday and Friday, August fifth and sixth. There is a cost to this. Um, it's a global uh, it's a global conference actually that we're streaming to our church. I'm excited. There's over 100 people that'll be in attendance here at uh, East Coast Christian Center to watch us, but it is streamed to multiple locations all across the planet. Actually, there's I think 15. Uh, global leaders that will be speaking um, from a Christian perspective on how to lead and how to be creative. I mean, just a lot of different um, things in growing in your leadership and your capability to do that. And, you know, honestly, I think that we all have capacities um, that God's given us. And if we could stretch that capacity and wring that out, there's such great value in that and going, you know what, I'm just not just going to sit and be content in where I'm at in, in my leadership ability, whether that's leading your family or leading in a workplace or leading in our community. Why not stretch that? Why not just try to expand those um, 10 stakes a little bit and go, hey, you know what, I want to grow. And uh, as we continue to grow, so, our, our influence grows and our opportunities grow. And so I just would encourage you, come be a part of that. You can get information on our website, eccc.us. I believe there's an event page there, and you can see all the events and things coming up. But that will forever, there will be nuggets in that that could forever change your Absolutely. future, your kid's future. And you know what? It's for a very minimal amount. I think that maybe the price is $79 now or $99. It's a two-day conference. It includes breakfast and lunch. Come be a part of that. Hang with us, and uh, it's going to be an awesome opportunity. We'll do that in the Parkway Worship Center. Here on Meridian on the campus, but we better get into the Word of God. Yeah. All right. First Thessalonians chapter three. Sorry, I'm in the New American Standard version. Uh, what do you got over there?
2: I'll be reading New Living Translation.
1: LT. Right, we, we got a really short chapter thirteen verses. Yeah. And uh, it looks like we're mid sentence um, after six or seven. So how about if uh, I'll read the first five and I'll, I'll kick over. You can get this to the last eight. How about that? Sounds good. We get me started.
2: All right. I must say unto you, read sa.
1: All right. Therefore, when we could endure it no longer, we thought it best to be left behind at Athens alone, and we sent Timothy, our brother and God's fellow worker in the gospel of Christ, to strengthen and encourage you as to your faith, so that no one would be disturbed by these afflictions, for you yourselves know that we have been destined for this. For indeed, when we were with you, we kept telling you in advance that we were going to suffer affliction, and so it came to pass, as you know. For this reason, when I could endure it no longer, I also sent to you, I also sent to find out about your faith, for fear that the tempter might have tempted you and our labor would be in vain. Verse six, go ahead.
2: Verse six. But now Timothy has just returned, bring us good news about the faith and love. He reported that you always remembered our visit with joy and that you want to see us as much as you want to see you. So when we have been greatly encouraged in the midst of our troubles and suffering, dear brothers and sisters, because you have remained strong in your faith, it gives us new life to know that you're standing firm in the Lord. How we thank God for you. Because of you, we have great joy as we enter God's presence. Night and day, we pray earnestly for you, asking God to let us see you again and fill the gaps in your faith. May God our Father and our Lord Jesus bring us to you very soon. And may the Lord make your love for one another and for all people grow and overflow, just as our love for you overflows. May He, as a result, Make your heart strong, blameless, and holy as you stand before God our Father when our Lord Jesus comes again with all his holy people. Amen. Amen.
1: Right on. So, like I said, a very uh, very short chapter here, but uh, some, yeah. just some really good relational things, I think, yeah. in this chapter. Um, you know, we see uh, the relationship with Timothy and sending Timothy to to a group of people in Thessalonica, that um, a church, if you will, a, a gathering of people there. And uh, just some real... Uh, you know if this is uh this is kind of the the father of the house if you will this is paul going hey you know what i'm concerned about some things i'm going to send somebody to you and like i want to make sure you're doing well uh, i i like verse 5 for this reason when i can endure it no longer i also sent um, to find out about your faith, for the fear that the tempter might have tempted you and our labor would be in vain. You know, sometimes as a leader, we talk about leadership and all these opportunities. sometimes as a leader, you're you're just really not sure um, how somebody's doing until you actually find out. like you have to actually ask the question, you know, and so I recently been talking to my wife, my wife was asking me um, about somebody. You know, hey, have you seen so-and so lately? you know what what what's going on? How are they doing? And I was like, you know what? I'm not sure, but you should reach out. you know, like if you, I would just encourage you today, maybe there's somebody that's been on your heart and you've been like, man, I wonder how they're doing. You know what? The best would be to ask. Yep. The best would be to just go ahead and reach out and go, hey, how are you doing? I was thinking about you today. I don't know um, how frequently this happens for you, but for me, I could be sitting in my office. I could be driving down the road. I've actually like purposed in my heart that like there are businesses, there are people in our community that I see occasionally that are part of our church or have been a part of our church or have been a part of a Christian community that I've been involved with. And I, I, if I'm driving around the community and I think of somebody, I'm going to send them a text. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard today to reach out to somebody. Now, is a phone call better? Sure. But in the era we live in, you know, people aren't talking on the phone nearly as much as they're throwing text messages around. And yeah. so um, a simple way to text somebody and go, hey, how are you doing? Like, uh, I haven't seen you in a while. Everything everything OK? Are you well? Like, I mean, how's your family? Like, be interested in somebody else beyond yourself. You know, so many times we get consumed and I, I see this um, this principle in this chapter of going, you know what, this isn't about – how am I doing? This is actually about how is somebody else doing? And actually loving someone enough to ask that question. Many times we get so busy, we get so consumed with our stuff and our thoughts. And I'm reminded of a verse in Proverbs says, he refreshes, others will be refreshed. Many times when we get very focused on us and what's going on in our own lives, we forget there's somebody else out there that might be going through some stuff or enduring some things. And I love this leadership idea that um, the writer of this text, Paul, is going, hey, I want to send somebody to because back in the day you couldn't just fire off a text message. You yeah. couldn't just you couldn't just send a letter, you know, by Pony Express or something. Like yeah. you had to actually go and like see someone face yeah. to face. And you know that's not a bad idea either to stop in and see how somebody's doing. Now I'm not telling you to go bang on doors tonight. You know, go door to door checking on people. But you know what? If you haven't seen somebody or you haven't heard how somebody's doing. Just ask. Yeah. Like, I value that in my own life. Like, I really like when somebody reaches out and goes, Hey, I was thinking about you today. How much does that encourage you? Yeah, like, for sure. I'm, I'm sure both of you guys in the room with me, if somebody were to reach out to you today and go, Hey, how are you doing today? You wouldn't be like, Dude, what do they want from me? Or something. Yeah. They would actually feel like, Man, that's cool. Somebody thought about yeah. me, you know? It's
2: intentional. That's cool. I just I, like the intentionality. Yeah, of it, I, guess you know. I love it. Going to verse two, which you were talking about too, is it's talking about Timothy, Sh- was he can be strengthening you. Encouraged in faith, and then keeping you from being shaken. And I like this idea of being encouraged in faith and being established in faith. This, I think back over the last two years and how it was a very rocky year for so many people. But when you're established in faith, when you've got deep roots, as the Bible talks about, and Paul encourages us to to drink, you know, no longer drink the milk of the word, but to eat the meat. Is that when you do have tough times, you can know who you are and whose you are, and you can be a lot more established. And I reflect. On my life, of you know, I've gone through layoffs at the space center. They were just devastating. I remember being there in 2008, and it was every single week they were dealing with more layoffs. And over the course of six months, you know, there's 10,000 people that lost their job through wow. the space center and through contracts changing with SGS and all these things, and people were shaken. But when you have an established faith, when you're rooted and grounded, you can have those things come and you can say, I know who my provider is. I don't have to wear this anxiety and feel like this job is my source or this contract is my only thing. I can have established faith. And then when tough things come, you can know that God has got your back. And even verse four says that, it says, we want, we warned you that troubles will come, you know? Paul's not pulling any punches here. Jesus said, you know, in this world, you will have tribulation and trouble, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. If we go into life knowing that just wide eyed and aware that, Hey, there's no promise that things going to be perfect. God's always with us. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. But we know that troubles may come and that's going to be able to refine our faith. You know, James talks about count it all joy. When you fall into various trials, like, come on, let's get fired up guys. We got some trials coming. But when you, do it more as a mature believer you won't feel shaken and tossed to and fro you know just like oh my gosh the sky is falling it's like no god is faithful yeah god is good i you, you preached this years ago and i i love it i hold me. on to he's, it forever no it's something. good
1: it's coming back to me as he said
2: pastor brian taught this if it's not good yet god's not done yet yeah and it's a great reminder. Is like, hey, we're still in the middle of this thing, but God's still working. Yeah, He's still moving in the background. He's still doing things, even though we can't see it. You're still working. There's a great song like that, and those are great lines to remember. Of just God, I know You're working this out for my good. I don't understand it fully, but I'm strengthened in my faith, knowing that You're going to do it.
1: You know, I. I, you mentioned something about having deep roots and that how that would help, you know, kind of endure how to get through some of these things. And I, I think it'd be worthy of talking about it. What, what does that mean? Like, what what does it mean to have deep roots, quote unquote, and, you know, your connectivity, you know, like the thought of, like, if you're not just going to be tossed, you know, to and fro because you have a network, let's say, of, of yeah. root system around you. And, you know, if this, that, this is a, actually a really good chapter that is talking through the idea that there are some connectivity issues, that there is some deeper connections and if you don't have deep connections today i would just challenge you to get into community yep. and in that community i don't mean like go join necessarily some club out there or some you know something i'm saying get into community of a local church where you can actually fellowship and what that means is to hang out with people talk with people we use Christian terms like break bread together. Go eat with people. Go hang out with people. And in this physical distancing era that we're in and people are, you know, there's certainly been, you know, some rise of some, you know, the the COVID, you know, stuff's out there again and around and it's never gone away. Maybe for some people you feel like it's just never going to go away. But that doesn't mean you can't connect with people. It doesn't mean that you can't get together. You can't be, you know, at least— eight feet away from people or something, you know, if six feet is that thing, man, let's get eight feet away from people and get in, get in proximity. You know, what? I'm just really encouraged There's a group of guys, um, that have been getting together throughout this last year and a half, and they get together in the mornings early on our property in lawn chairs, sitting outside. And I just think, you know what, these men who have encouraged one another to just stand strong, and it's, it's a group of guys that have come out to celebrate recovery, that um, is another ministry that's been that's been just actually thriving here at East Coast. It is a way that you can get connected. If you got hurts, hang ups, or habits on Monday nights at six thirty, there's there's a group called Celebrate Recovery, yeah. and it's not a small group. It's about fifty people that get together, and then they break into small groups. But that's a way that you can have a network or a, a root system that will help you stay strong. Because when we get disconnected, we get isolated. You know, there's a there's a story in the Bible about John the Baptist. John the Baptist, the forerunner of Christ, the guy who recognized Jesus, like and actually was participating in his baptism the guy who baptized jesus right this guy was as connected as knowledgeable as anyone about who the savior was he ends up in prison and is questioning whether that was even the savior right like he's isolated in a way not very many chapters not very many weeks not very many months apart these two things but what happens in isolation is very very dangerous when you get disconnected from your root system you collapse and i would just challenge you don't get disconnected stay connected get in community and ever more so than time in history, we probably need connection more than ever. You say, well, I'm connected on Facebook. I'm connected on Instagram. That's not real connection. that That isn't a bad thing. Those things, you know, depending on what you're using it for, but that can be a very good thing to stay connected with some old friends. But really actually have fellowship. Get face-to-face. Get connected with somebody somehow that can ask you some question. And I've heard this said before, have somebody that loves you enough to tell you the truth, that'll tell you enough to actually tell you that you're wrong, right? Like, if you don't have anybody in your life that'll tell you, you know what, that's not right, you probably aren't connected enough. And you need that. You need somebody to challenge you. And Honestly, sending Timothy wasn't just like this, hey, let's give hugs and pats on the back. This was Timothy checking in with him, going, hey, I want to see you guys endure. I want to make sure that you're still doing it. And I would bet that Timothy had to come with a hard word occasionally. That Timothy wasn't coming there to go, hey, you know what, you know, hey, I'm sorry, and let me take over. No, he was coming to assist. He was coming alongside. If you don't have somebody that's coming alongside you that can encourage you, get Connected somehow, and we would love to. If if you don't have a home church, for instance, you're out there and you're like, man, I feel isolated, I feel alone all the time. I'm watching all these ministries, maybe even online or listen to podcasts and all that. This is good stuff. You can grow in your faith, but you know what? You need people, and people need you. Yeah. And that's the other part is you need to be that somebody for somebody else. It's not all just about us and us getting what we can get. What can you give? What what talent? What um capacity has God given you to go pour out and to love somebody that you can check in on somebody? And this whole the whole concept of Christianity is built upon making disciples like we have to do life together for others to grow you know and we can't do this alone and discipleship doesn't happen on an island somewhere by yourself you actually got to do it with people and so let's get let's get together and make sure that we're staying connected and don't get lost
2: that's cool I love that something really jumped out of the page it's cool when that happens as I was reading through it again in verse 2 which I already looked at is it leaped off that's what's cool about the Bible is it's like a rhema word and it says and we sent Timothy to visit you some people want to have just all the direct access to the pastor the apostle and i was like oh wow paul had to delegate and we see this with moses and with his father-in-law who's like hey you can't do life like this trying to do everything yourself and we see jesus had his 12 disciples but he had his close three and then he had the 144 and people that he sent out so small groups are an incredible way is yes you may be out there and be like i need time with the pastor and do that but you can have better connection and more relationship a lot of times with your small group leader with someone else is like, I I've seen the, the pain, this is a little bit tough to say, but I've seen the pain on someone's face when they want time with the person. And I'm like, Hey, I'm here to be able to pray with you. And they're like, Oh, okay. And then it works out. And They're like, man, I'm really glad this worked out. Like, you know, we were built a friendship or a connection and something so much more, but they just had this idea of, I need that person. But Paul was doing an established work all around and he had Silas and he had Timothy and he had Luke and he had different people that were doing the work and duplicating. And we kept talking about leadership, you know, global leadership summit and leadership classes. And just like you were saying, you could be that person to someone. Yeah. You could be that connection to that neighbor. You could be the person who you can be the hands and feet of Jesus. You could be that small group leader and be able to be, you know, someone who could spend time and disciple more on a one-on-one basis and really do life. And so that was um that was just a fun thing that jumped out to me.
1: I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I I sit in um, a seat here at East Coast where. We're well. Both of us do that. We're not the number one, quote unquote. Yeah. You know, in, in as far as leading the ministry here, but we do a lot of you know interaction, of building teams and connection with people. And I, I like the idea that we do some things well, but not all things yeah. well. And so, though there might be an image that somebody who you know speaks from a stage all the time, or that you know leads and has vision and has all these things. Pastor Matt would tell you, Pastor Dan would both tell you who have led our church for 30 plus years that they're not good at everything, they're uh-huh. good at some things yeah, and, and they're happy to be good at some things and not do everything, yeah. you know, and that it takes, that it takes an army actually, yeah. that it takes a bunch of people coming alongside and the gift of God, you have a gift, I don't know what your gift is, I have a gift. Christian has a gift. Lane has a gift. We have gifts, and you know when those living stones come together, we build a holy and awesome thing, yeah. and it's yeah. called a house, right? And but without one stone or one piece, you have a, you have a vacancy. And I would just encourage you don't don't leave that 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 place open because you're tired or you're weary or you know what you've done this a long time and it's turn somebody else's turn. You know what? It, I don't know that that ever is the case that we yeah. ever just go, hey. I'm done now. I've done all the work I can do. I can just pull back. And, you know, there's people who have walked with Jesus for a really long time. That maybe are just going. I just want it how it used to be. Well, yeah. I would just challenge you. How it used to be is how it was supposed to be for that day. And there's yeah. new manna for today. I'm yeah. not saying that that you know that the word of God has changed. The word is not changing. The method might look a little bit different, might feel a little bit different at times. But you know what? The word of God is what changes lives, and you yeah. got a lot of the word in you. Let's go give it away. Absolutely. Let's not hold on to it's it. Not imagine, just for you. Imagine if Paul just sat back and was like, "Man, I wonder what's going on over there. Man, they probably really need something." But I'll just. I'll just hang out over here, yeah. right? Like, and hanging out over here could look like a lot of things. Just today. do my thing. But though. he was actually passionate about going. You know what? I'm going to send him help. I'm going to be part of the solution. Yeah. And you might have somebody that you're like, man, that's nerve wracking. This would be nerve wracking for Paul to send out his friend. Sorry, send out his friend to go to this place to go. Hey, I'm going to let you go over there and see how it's going, man. Yeah. Imagine being Timothy, who's got to go check in. and yeah. be Like you're afraid of a hard conversation. He maybe was a out young there. guy for like, so long. Yeah. Dude. I'm not a guy who just loves the hard conversation. And I know there's a lot of people who don't like to have to go confront conflict. But you know what, Timothy had to go into a situation here and be used of God and trust that God was gonna use him. And so if you feel, oh man, I don't know if I could do that. You know what, Timothy probably felt the same way. But you have the same spirit of God living on the inside of you as Timothy did, as Paul did, as any other believer ever has. You got the spirit of God, let's go use that thing. Let's go actually release the gift of God in you and go put it to work and see what God can do. I bet that God could do something that would blow you away more than you could ask, think, or imagine. That's what Scripture says actually he'll do. He wants to do more than you could ask, think, or imagine. And when you just step out and say yes, there is such grace in that yes to just do amazing things. But when you sit back and you're just kind of posted up going well, looking over there, maybe even skeptical or critical, kind of looking around going, yeah, they're not really doing that good. You know what? Step in. Let's go. And you know what? If the person isn't that receptive, you know what? Keep going. You know what? Pray and see what God could do. And we're going to take a break. We'll be right back.
0: You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts.
1: You know, as we close out the show, I just uh, you know kind of stand there before the break about praying and you know, verse 10 actually jumped out as well. We didn't really get a chance to get into this much, but verse 10 says, as we night and day keep praying most earnestly that we may see your face and may complete what is lacking in your faith. You know, I, I love this idea of praying night and day and praying and believing God um, for somebody, with somebody. You know, I don't know what your prayer life is like. I could say what my prayer life is like and it's not good enough. Like I, I know and I might be overly critical of myself, but I could pray more. I could believe God for more people and more mm-hmm. things. And you might think, man, a pastor's not praying enough. Guess what? I, I'm, I'm the same human that you are. And, oh, yeah. You know, we're not perfect and we aren't nailing it all and we get consumed with all of our own little issues and our own things. And but I would just challenge it, today. Maybe, if nothing else, would you would you be a prayer warrior? Would you, if you feel like you need to distance and you need to be apart and you need to be, you know, separate maybe at this season or in this time, would you just be one who says, I'm going to commit to pray? Would you pray for us? Would you pray for this ministry? Would you pray for, you know, other ministries across our community that they would continue to preach the word of God in power and in boldness yes. and that you would see great impact. It would be much fruit in our Community. You know, I think about all the lives that can be touched, and just one touch from Jesus. I know what one touch from Jesus, what one moment meant for me surrendering my heart and life to Christ, what it's meant for my kids, what it will mean for my grandkids, what it's meant for my finances, what it's meant for my relationship, my friendships. Just so many things are so incredibly impacted because of one decision for Christ. Could you just believe with us? Could you just stand with us and go, hey, you know what? Let's believe God. For some people to come to know Jesus through our own lives and through the lives and the connectivity. Anything you want to add to that, Pastor Chris? As we close out,
2: I think it's just a good encouragement. Just if you're not praying on a regular basis, just start now. Yeah. Just start a little bit and just take steps forward. And that's what we do too every single day, just like getting in the Word. Yeah, it's good. Yeah.
1: Well, thanks for uh, thanks for being a part of our show with us. Let's pray. Let's believe God. Let's be used today, and let's go change the world. Can we do that together? God bless you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you next time.